I'm Kelly. And welcome to the Millennial Minimalist. Hi, everyone. It's Kelly and Lauren here. We are speaking with each other remotely over Zoom today. We are going to share an update on what we've been up to over the past few weeks during this challenging time. And we're going to try and keep our discussion as positive as we can, as we know there is a lot of negative news out there. And our goal is to make you feel calm. We want to share how we have each been coping with this new lifestyle change during this pandemic and give you some minimalist lifestyle tips and ideas on how you can use your time wisely. But before we list all the things that we have been tackling, I want to stress that we have also been making time for rest and self-care because as we recently mentioned over Instagram, self-care is still being productive. It really rejuvenates us. It supports us mentally, physically, and emotionally. So don't forget about that. So uh, before I go into my list, Lauren, I am so curious what you have been up to. I know you've been working from home. I've been working from home, but I'm interested to know like what other things that you've been incorporating into your everyday. Yeah. You know, and as you say, just how important self-care is, I feel like when this first started happening, like got overwhelmed. I'm like, Oh my God, like there's so many things I want to do and get done now that I have time to do it. And like the irony of that is that you can overwhelm yourself and end up doing nothing. So I think that, like you said, I want to stress right now that if you are just napping and watching Netflix and taking baths and reading, like that is completely fine. That is a great way to just, you know, take this time off yourself too. So you don't always have to be super productive. So uh, this is, I've been pretty much stuck at home for about two weeks. And I think, yeah, since a bit more than two weeks. So I'm still working from home. Like I'm obviously people aren't buying real estate or most people aren't. So it's definitely slowed down a lot, but I'm still following up with clients and doing emails and making phone calls. Um, In terms of like my personal time, I, I live alone and I'm already a little bit of an introvert. So I feel like sadly my life hasn't changed that much <laughs> that's but, so funny um, to say that yeah yeah it, really but um I, I mean I still wake up every morning read do my ballet beautiful I've been cooking a lot like I feel like now we have time to cook and even my friends are saying they're like making gnocchi from scratch and I baked cookies the other day that took I had to put in the fridge for 12 hours so that the dose set so I you sent me pictures of your cookies the yeah. other day did you end I'm, up baking them I, I baked some I have to bake them in batches because there's so many but it, it's like taking me two days but I, I have the time to do it so it, it's really nice to just like make those slow recipes that take so long but once you've done them it's such an accomplishment they're so delicious. So I've been doing that. Um, I'm getting really good at the piano, which like I can almost play Titanic, the full song without sheet music. Wow. So, yeah. And I've like tried to play the piano as much as I could, but um, it, it, I've been really consistent with practicing. So it's, I feel like it's a lot easier to be consistent with things. And I'm writing a book. I'm 6,000 words into a book. So. Wow. See, look at all these things. Like you're finding ways to kind of focus on how you can stay calm amidst this craziness that we're all experiencing right now. Yeah. I feel like, are you, do you feel like you're kind of in, in a Zen state right now? Um, I feel like over the last few days, I've really started to slow down. I don't know if you've felt that way. Like usually when I'm doing something like cooking or getting ready, like my mind's rushing. I'm like, I should do this and this and I gotta do that. And, then, and now I'm like, I have all day to do that. Like, That's it, so nice. 
you just you have we, we have time now which literally our entire podcast for the last almost well year and a half has talked about how everyone's so busy and how we're always busy and we just don't have time to do things and now we have all the time in the world um obviously there's a lot of people who are working substantial hours people on the front line which i give my greatest respect to um and then there's millions of people who are just staying at home trying to make this life work right now so I, I'm saying the people who are at home right now do have a lot. They have so much more time on their hands. So it's what about true. you? I want to hear what you've been up to. It's true. Like some people, we feel like we, I, I would say that majority of us, we have time back, which is so true. Uh, I'm just thinking of my friends who do have toddlers at home or do have kids. And again, it's, it's, it's two jobs now at home. So it's yeah. almost, almost a little bit more difficult for some. And some people are actually working longer hours because they're also watching their kids during the day. So I also feel for those people, luckily for us, we both have our own places, our own um, spaces, our own apartments, and we have a place to work from home. And we have that extra time that we would have spent on commuting to work to do yeah. the things that we're passionate about or the things that you know, are on our list, but we hadn't got to, or we were avoiding. So yeah. So to answer your question, I've actually been in the process of going through all the things in my life that I continually want to declutter. Uh, so one of the things is, and I've mentioned this before, is that I'm in the process of decluttering my digital clutter. So I, I actually started Lauren with my, my work and personal files on my computer. You know, you always save like two copies of something and you're like, I don't need a second copy once I've created a final copy. So got rid of all those. I went through my old USB sticks and backup drives. I'm still going through that today, but I've made significant progress. And I would say that like in this, I noticed that I had so much on my computer using so much space that I actually didn't need these files and I was paying for extra iCloud space that I didn't need. So that's a tip for people. Uh, you may be paying for iCloud space that you may not need because you have all these extra files that you actually need to just go through and declutter and get rid of. So that's one thing. And then when it comes to my phone, I've been uh, removing apps that I haven't used in the past three to six months. So I feel like every month there's a new app that I'm interested in looking at and then I'll add it and, and then I forget about it. So a tip is to store all of the apps that you do use at the bottom of your phone. And I know Lord and I, we spoke about this in a previous episode that uh, we recorded called the minimalist smartphone. And it's all about how you can declutter your screen so that you feel more in control of your apps. And so that when you pick up your phone and you look at your phone, it's not like super distracting and yeah, it's a really unique way. So that's definitely a tip. And then the last thing is I've been removing photos I do not need from my phone. And it's crazy. I was talking to my brother via Zoom the other day and he said, oh, Kelly, I have 15,000 photos in my phone. I'm like, oh my goodness, that is so much clutter. Because think about all the screenshots, the extras, the autosave photos that you really like didn't even yeah. need, right? And I'm actually curious, Lauren, you probably have like, a hundred photos in your phone. I wouldn't be shocked. I don't know how many photos I have. No, I've had this phone for a couple of years. Okay. I have 6,981. Okay. So, so on average, 
Yeah. yeah. So that's good. So that's lower than average. So I have, uh, uh, well, I started with close to 10,000. Oh. And because remember, we used to take pictures with our cameras and then put them in files on our computer. We don't do that anymore because it's yeah. all on our phone. But now we should really be putting those in albums and organizing them and getting rid of all those extra photos. So you're going to love this. I told myself I'm not allowed to get buy a new phone until I declutter my all my images. So I've been taking time every single day while we're isolated to delete or organize at least 250 photos a day. <laughs> I know it's like, it's, it's a, it's, it's kind of one of those annoying tasks, but I'm getting closer to my goal of reducing all the photos on my phone. So there's that. And I just came across this app that is super cool. It is called disposable and Lauren, you're going to love this. Basically it works like a disposable camera would. So you use the app to take pictures all night or whenever you're taking pictures and you can't actually see your pictures until 9am the next day. Oh, that way I think it challenges you to take less photos and get more excited about those photos the next day. Isn't that fun? Yeah, that actually is a really good idea. Yeah, and you should check it out. So like obsessed with how you look or if you didn't like the way you looked in it. Yeah, you would just take a few and then forget about it. Exactly. It's really old school, like how we used to take photos and not see them for like a month until we got them developed. <laughs> right? It's so fun. Like we, we, we don't have that anymore, but here's this app that, that helps us do that. So I feel like this time is kind of the time where it's like, you know, if you've been putting something off, this is kind of the time to do it. Lauren, if, is there any, have you done anything where you're like, oh, I've kind of put that off and I'm like, okay, fine. I have the time to do it now. Well, I've always wanted to write a book. So I feel like now I have no excuse to not work on it, which I've been really enjoying writing it. And the piano too, like I'm so inconsistent with practicing, but now I've been so consistent and I'm getting so good. And it's so exciting being able to play for, for long periods of time. So those are the two biggest things. I can't really think of anything else. How about your taxes? <laughs> well, we don't have to um, submit our taxes now until June. That's true. I guess I just like to get ahead of things. So I'm just like, oh gosh, maybe I should get started. Also, I'm, I'm an independent contractor. So it's kind of a lot of putting a lot of pieces together. Oh, I am as well. I, mean, I have to go through a bunch of receipts. I have an envelope of receipts. I just have to sort through them, but that will take me like an hour and I'll do it before they're due. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. That's good. So I've actually, so that's one of the things I've done. I prepared my taxes. I've also reviewed my auto payments. So a story, there was a fraudulent charge on my card recently. Yeah. And I think I told you about that. And so I had to get a new card. So what a new, a new card challenged me to do, challenged me to look up all my auto payments so I could switch over my card. And in that process, I actually realized I had auto payments that I actually didn't need anymore. Or I, I had certain luxuries. I was like, you know what? To be honest, I hadn't forgot, but I'm sure some people would forget about some auto payments connected to their card. So I think it's, I would suggest if, some, if you have the time or if you can create the time, create a spreadsheet that includes a list of all your expenses on a weekly, monthly, and annual basis, including a list of of your auto payments and the cards attached to that. So that when you delete something, you know what card was attached to it, or if you have an existing payments, you can kind of put them all into one card and just keep track of them. It's just a way of organizing everything. That being said, you 
did you, uh, I think Lauren, I think you said something to the likes of you deleted your Netflix account. Yeah. I don't have Netflix right now. I want to get it back though. Cause everyone's talking about Tiger King and I want to <laughs> watch it <laughs> and I can't, people are like, Oh, you should watch this. And I don't want to be like, I don't have Netflix right now, but I did because, um, you know what? I'm not that big of a Netflix person. I I'm trying to at night, if I'm bored, go back and watch movies that I loved growing up, like Castaway, um, What Lies Beneath, Limitless, in The Pursuit of Happiness, like just movies I loved that I would never take the time to go back and watch. And it's just so nice in the evening to watch those movies. There's nothing wrong with Netflix. I, I, I've watched stuff on it and I haven't, um, I just couldn't get any into anything on it. I, and people are like, like my friends were like you're like you're the only person in the world who deleted Netflix during this time but yeah I was gonna say no I'm and I'm trying to I am trying to take this time to do things that I might not have time to do in the future yeah that's true I like the fact that you're taking your time with baking because I know you really enjoy baking and cooking and it's really nice to see that and you're not rushing while you're doing that you're actually enjoying you yesterday I think it was yesterday you shared a video with me it was a cooking video from Italy and yeah that's where I got the chocolate chip cookie recipe and it was such a relaxing video to watch it's so relaxing sometimes I just sit and watch people play the piano and then try to learn the song and it just brings me such sense. But no, the one I sent you, it's such a simple recipe and it's made with like all real ingredients, like real butter and eggs and real dark chocolate and sea salt. And it's a chocolate chip cookie recipe. Yeah. And they just incorporate everything and she does it out. She's in Tuscany, the girl, we can put the link in the show notes if you want to watch the video or bake the cookies. And she, she's just playing like classical music and, and making these cookies. And it's so peaceful to watch. And she actually, I saw the date. She actually recorded it during this isolation period. Yeah, she's in isolation, isolation out in Tuscany. So she's lucky. She's like in the fields in her house. Like she's out in the countryside, but it's so beautiful. She does a number of videos. Her stuff is really good. Just like cooking. And she looks like she has a very peaceful life out there. I I think I, I really love the fact that you deleted your Netflix because I think that is something that people are hugging on to at this time. And yeah. I think you're helping us see that, hey, like think of this time as a time that you can spend more time with your family, spend more time doing the things that you love doing, you know, rather than I don't think Netflix is a waste. I think it's fun. I think it's fun yeah, to watch. I think it's fun too. Yeah. And, but I think it's also important to be aware of, you know, now that you have control of your time at home, like you maybe spread things out and make sure that you're spending your time wisely. So. Yeah. And like with all the chaos that goes on is going on and, you know, my heart goes out to everyone who's affected by this, but if you are at home, just trying to keep away from people to stop the spread, like don't let this time pass you by because our lives hopefully are going to go back to as close to normal as we can get. But this is a chance where you can eat. And if all you do is just learn how to be present, if that's all you do in this time is just learn how to live in the moment and slow down a little bit, then I think that you've done something substantial with it. But if there is something else you've always wanted to do, because I know that so many people have so many dreams and which you might not be able to do from your house. 
Like, I want to get my pilot's license. I can't do that here. <laughs> um, actually, I could study the uh, the written content. But I- I'm just saying, like, if there is something, even if that was something you wanted to do, like, you can get started now. Because I know people are at home with their kids and, and they are working from home and they could be more overwhelmed. That's um, a different story, like you were saying. But if you're not and you do have more time on your hands, like, you know, put that time into something that you've kind of always wanted to do, but haven't really been able to. No, I think that's really great advice. I, I, I want to, I want to talk about exercise because I found that that is the most challenging thing for me right now. I'm someone who would often go to the gym. Uh, I relied on the gym heavily and now I'm actually doing mat workouts like you, Lauren, I know you've been doing ballet beautiful for years now. And, you know, I've picked it up here and there, but now I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to make myself do a mat workout in the morning just to wake myself up and replace that morning commute and that 50 minute commute that I used to do and do a 50 minute workout instead before I start my work. So I've kind of disciplined myself in that way. Uh, but I've also been doing runs and walks every every day. I've been I've been using uh, the RunKeeper app um, and, and Strava. And uh, in terms of online mat workouts, I've been using. Uh, I wanna I wanna like throw it out there. I don't know this one, but she's amazing. Her name is at MadFit M A D F I T. She has the best workouts. I love her. Everything is free. She's on YouTube. She's wonderful. And I've also tried Aloe Yoga, which was awesome. I've tried a few of those classes. And uh, my friend has Beachbody. I don't know if you've heard of Beachbody, Lauren. Have you heard of Beachbody? I've heard of that one. Yeah. So she gave me uh, a link to that to try that. So I'm really, really excited about that. So I've been able to find different ways. Uh, That being said, what I'm trying to do more often now is do more mats exercises because we need to be very careful leaving our homes. I know we can still go outside and exercise, but when I do go running, I will cross the street if there's someone on the other, on the same side of the street as me. And, you know, I'm very hyper aware of social distancing and physical distancing. But one thing that I should say is, um, there's a lot of beauty in all this. So when I'm running outside, I find that people are so friendly. It's amazing. Like people are smiling, they're waving, they're, there's social distance, but there's nonverbal communication of stuff like, Hey, like, we're in this together. Like we're dealing with the same thing. And even like my neighbor, for example, like I love most of my neighbors. One of my neighbors, uh, is quite loud on my floor. <laughs> and funny enough, she like came up to me and she was like saying, hi, and, like how you're doing. I thought it was like wonderful. It's, it's interesting how something like this can really bring people together, even though we have to stay physically far apart. Yeah, I guess that's true. I feel like I'm such an introvert that I'm enjoying it. Like I'll, if even if I'm out for a walk and I see someone, I know I'll still cross the street. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. And you have to, like, even when you and I, for example, like I went to drop off. Yeah. Like I went to drop off uh, a microphone at Lauren's because we have to record remotely and we didn't obviously see each other. So it's crazy. It's, it's, Lauren's like, oh gosh, we have to be so cold to each other. But again, yeah. like we're doing this for the health of everybody. So um, something I was going to ask you, Lauren, do you find that you are getting a lot of emails from some of your favorite brands about, hey, like discounts on this and that and that and this? 
Um, yeah, a lot of clothing stores have their stuff on sale. Yeah. Well, I'm the type of person I kind of need to try it on. And I don't want to just order a bunch of stuff because um, then if you don't like it, you have to return it. And I feel like that's unnecessary trips out. And I don't know. I just, I, I'm trying to take this time too to just not shop at all. And yeah. um, it's not like we really have to be dressed up for anything. Even though I still get ready every day. <laughs> yeah, and that's something we should mention. Yeah, like both of us are still getting ready each day because we want to just keep, it's so important to keep that routine going. It's so important. For the first like probably three or four days, I did not wear makeup and I just wore leggings and worked from home like on my couch. And then I finally was like, no, I'm getting up and I'm putting my makeup on and I'm getting dressed and I'm like working at my kitchen table and I'm showering at night and taking my makeup off like to just not get ready for four days like it, it it makes me unhappy it makes me happy to get ready in the morning yeah it just like makes you feel put together I mean everybody works differently some people can work in their slacks all day and that's okay and I'm yeah, some and, people can. and enjoy it but okay so back on to those stores who are reaching out to us like Obviously, I'm keeping in mind like those smaller shops, like definitely support local. Every local shop I can find who has um, options online, I've been using. But I'd have to say that, like, just a tip for everybody like, be mindful of email marketing promotions, especially at this time. Just because, just because it's on a discount doesn't mean you need it, right? And again, if you need it, if you need certain things, like, definitely support local at this time because they need our help more than anything. And uh, for me personally, I've actually specifically cut down on pricey health foods because when I go to stores now, like all the options are limited. So all the food that I relied on, all those, I'm very particular. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, I can't find these foods anymore. And whoa, I'm saving money. I also find that I'm not buying that like mid-afternoon snack at work. I don't know about you, Lauren, but I would always buy, go out and buy that that cookie or that muffin or whatever. And I'm not doing that anymore. And I have an espresso coffee machine. So it saved me. The average coffee is like less than a dollar. So, and I was spending three to $5 a day on coffee when going out. So seems some of the monetary benefits. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would get dinner out like Freshier IQ or something, probably at least three times a week, at least three. And I eat dinner at home every single night, all my meals at home now. So I guess, I don't know if it's saving me money because I feel like I've still spent a lot buying like a bunch of food for the... Yeah. So I don't know. It, it's I'm probably breaking even right now, but in the long run, I probably will save you more money. It's nice to just make dinner at home. Like I would always have to go out and get it and bring it home. Now I can just make it. It's Isn't like relaxing. Yeah, I love that. And if you try any new recipes, send them my way. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I feel like we should have, a, like, I don't know, up, upload some recipes or do some recipe posts because I know we both love cooking and we don't really share that. Yeah, well, I didn't cook that much before. I would just make simple stuff, but I feel like I'm definitely trying to make the stuff that like you have to marinate or like prep or I don't know, that you can just spend an hour or two making because why not? Yeah, that's, you know, what? I'm going to start doing more of that. Why not? Right. Uh, but I would say that, okay, overall, like in this time, I think we'll hopefully, and I'm hopeful that most of us will come out realizing that a lot of the things that many of us buy are not needs, right? Like, think about it. Like there are so many extras that 
we buy each week that we, we maybe don't have at our fingertips anymore that realize like, oh, I can actually live without that or I don't need that. It's fascinating. Yeah, no, it is. Well, I made these cookies. It made 19 of them. And I would always like go buy cookie, a cookie or chocolate or something every day because I have such a sweet tooth. But I'm like, I can just bake them. Like, so that's one thing that I don't have to buy anymore. I don't know. I'm not the type of person that buys things I don't need anyway. So yeah, that's true. That's true. I find that I still buy those extra things, just, you know, those things that I love uh, or, you know, some things once in a while that I realize, hey, like that's extra cost or like extra space in my home that I really don't. I need to be more aware of, right? So there's that piece. But um, but yeah, I also think that, and you know, the minimalists, they recently pointed out that they hope that this period really opens up our eyes to the things that we take for granted. Like, like for example, going to the grocery store whenever we want and knowing that the items that we want are going to be there. Like now we're advised to go at least only once a week uh, to limit the amount of times we go to the grocery store. If not, Buy online, uh, use those online sources, you know, going to a doctor checkup or a dentist appointment, you know, like it was just easy for us to do that. And now it's, you know, going to a hospital, we have to be careful of, you know, taking someone's spot or coming in contact with COVID, right? But here, here, here's, here's a funny one. Um, simple things like getting a haircut and going to get waxing, getting our nails done, going for a tan, like all these things that I would say a lot of girls rely on. Uh, and, and our mutual friend the other day, we were talking to Leah. She's like, haha, like, I think a lot of people will come out um, brunette. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Ombre is going to get popular really fast here. Yes. <laughs> hair. <laughs> That's so true. And then people were saying like, there are lots of babies being made or even divorces brewing. Uh, so it's so they, all the babies will be firstborns because the people who have to stay at home with their kids are not going to want to have more kids after this. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, and another another one was um, grabbing a package from your doorman. Like I live in in a building um, in a high rise in Toronto. Uh, so do you, Lauren? But it's interesting because in my building, everything there's caution tape, a couple meters from from the lady at the front because there is a case specifically in my building. So I'm being super cautious of taking elevators, um, pressing buttons, uh, touching doorknobs, et cetera. But it's interesting because I, when I went to drop off the uh, microphone at your house yesterday, uh, your doorman didn't have anything set up. And I, I, was, I was like, what? That's so weird. Like there was, it was as if nothing was happening in the world and I was shocked. And I think it's because you don't have a case in your building right now. No, we haven't had, well, not that I know of. They still wear, wear rubber gloves and there's hand sanitizer and Lysol wipes and they've cleaned, the cleaning staff like sterilizes all the elevators and doorknobs, I think. That's um, good. Throughout the day, yeah. So, and they've closed all the gym and any shared facility in my building. So they have done some stuff. But yeah, no, they, they haven't. Um, a lot of buildings have just taken that caution tape and put it around like yours did yeah I'm just like whoa like it's it's scary when you see it you're like this is good but it's also kind of whoa like this is really happening yeah so it and just I went to Whole Foods the other day and I had to wait in line like a meter apart from everyone to get in it probably took like half an hour and then 
Yeah. Have you gone where you had to wait in line yet? That's so interesting because I've tried to go at times that are not peak hours. So I try to go to grocery stores right when they open or right when they close. But I have this past weekend, I saw lines. Yeah. Shoppers. I had to wait in line for shoppers too. Like to just get in, just like wait outside, which it's good that they're doing this. It's necessary. And the one benefit is that when you get in, it's not busy. That's true. I guess they're um, trying to keep it so that everybody is spaced, has space. Out, yeah. Right. And That's- it forces you to only go once a week or once every other week because you're not going to go and spend like two hours picking something up. That's so it does make people have to like prioritize. That's true. Waiting in line makes me not want to go. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. One of the things I want to tell you is that I've actually started to declutter and reorganize more of my closet. And so I've reorganized my closet in the terms of I've switched up my clothes because it's becoming a little bit more like springtime now, which is great. The weather's getting warmer. Uh, so I actually have a donation bag under my bed right now, uh, waiting to drop off. And I also made room for a box of extra packaged food and toiletry items, the essentials that I have stored for a week and a half or so in my closet, which is good. So I made room for that. So that's, that was really nice. Uh, I think that I still, I still have more clothes than I need. I know that, and I'm still working through it. But I know that I will wear them. So that's kind of where uh, I'm torn. Because, you know, again, if I haven't worn an item for a year, I will definitely get rid of it. Uh, some pieces, if it's not, like, if I haven't worn it within, you know, a certain season, then I'll get rid of it. Because if I didn't wear it this season, why am I going to wear it next season, right? Next year at the same time, right? So I'm trying to be really cautious of that. Now that I have this time back, I'm like, this is so great. I can go through all this stuff. Uh, and again, it's just, so I've, I've cleared it. I think I have just over 30, 30 clothing items in my closet right now, which is really great. Oh, wow. That is really good. I feel like every time I come to your place, there's like less and less and less. <laughs> and one day there's just not going to be anything there. <laughs> I know. I actually got flowers for my birthday last week and I got flowers from you as well. I got two sets of flowers and I got my favorite Joe Malone um, candle and a diffuser. So my house smells so fresh. And I was thinking like, that's all you need. Just like fresh flowers, open the window, like having a calm space during this time is so helpful. I can't even explain like, as you would know, like we both have like such minimal places that it creates for a very calm environment amongst all the craziness that we're hearing from outside. Uh, And that's one of the things is like every morning when I wake up, I find that I'm actually listening to the news because I just, I want to keep up to date on everything, but I'm also limiting it as well so that I don't feel anxious because at the beginning of all this, I did feel quite a bit of anxiety and it was because I would listen to the news all day while I was working. I was like, no, like you need to shut this off. So something I want to recommend uh, for those who are interested in following this pandemic closely is uh, the podcast, New York Times, The Daily. It is the best. Have you heard it, Lauren? Yeah, I listened to the ones you told me to. They're really fascinating. So good. And they're like, they're under 30 minute episodes every single morning. I think they upload them around uh, 7 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, So I listened to that. Then I shut it off. Uh, I usually turn a podcast on while I get ready for work and uh, my work from home. And uh, our prime minister speaks every day at 11 a.m. So I make sure that I tune into that. 
And then the next time I turn the news on is at 6 p.m. So I really limit it. I do listen to it three times a day, but that's because I just want to take, keep on top of it. But uh, I also keep on top of the financial markets because I do have investments. And uh, this is one of the things that I'm trying to focus less on these days because I know we're going through great waves right now. And so I'm trying not to look at it and trying not to freak out. And the minimalist actually, Ryan Nicodemus, he recently said in an episode, a recent episode of theirs called Economic Hardship. He says, you know, he was talking about finances and how the market's kind of going up and down. And he says, let's just remember that it's just money. And when he said that, I was like, okay, I like that. What's most important right now is our health and our community's health. And I just love that because I was like, you know what? It's totally secondary. It absolutely is. Like It is secondary, yeah. So I was like, let's not have anxiety about this. And like, let's just focus on all the beauty that's around us right now and have that, make that time with, to chat with family and friends and just keep those connections going because it's that sense of connection that really sparks like happiness in us, I really think so. Yeah, well, all my money's in real estate and it looks like it's going to take a hit here, a pretty big one. But I said that to myself the other day and I was like, who cares? Like, if it doesn't come back up, who cares? And if the market goes down and people stop buying, then you'll get another job. Like, it doesn't matter. You got to focus on what does matter right now. Yeah. Um, you're talking about the news. I, I do try to limit myself too, but it is really, really sad to read it about all the people all over the world in the hospital and people who can't get care and who are sick and just everything that's going on like it it makes you um it brings a lot of gratitude to your own life and what you have but it it makes me feel guilty too like I I couldn't imagine having underlying health conditions or being older at this time or losing my job or just there's so many things that people are experiencing so it's like, it is sad to, to be reading the news right now too. No, it absolutely is. I'm, I'm so, I'm so happy we have these tools. It's so funny. Like back, it's not funny. Like it's like back in the day, like when this happened and you know, people didn't have these communication tools. uh, Right. And imagine we didn't have the internet. Imagine that we would, we wouldn't have been able to see each other for so long. Right. It's, it's amazing that we have zoom and skype and all these technologies we and were like quick to jump on that like people just getting together with their friends through house party and having drinks like i think that's so amazing how quickly we can innovate yeah Even and workouts sorry one more thing with ballet beautiful like i can stream you know the class we took when we were in new york yes i can stream that live now with them doing the class in new york and i can do it with them with like hundreds of other people all over the world so like people were and all the workouts in Toronto like Elf Fitness, Core Studio they will they have they still have their time slots and you can do the Pilates or, or do the workout with them at that time so I do think our generation and people everywhere I guess of every age were very quick to like figure out a way to still to like not completely dismiss a lot of the things they would do anyways. It's amazing how fast we're adapting to all these tools. Yeah. And you'll see if you follow a lot of fitness gurus on social media, they're doing live classes. You use Ballet Beautiful and you feel like 
even though you're alone doing this, you know that there are hundreds and thousands of other people joining in. So you feel like yeah. you're a part of a group, even though you're not with them. And I was talking to my friend Cielo this morning and she said, she's like, you know, I always would find it hard to work at home, but now I know that they're teaching that class at noon. So like, I have to do that class at noon with them. So I guess it's more motivating to people. That is awesome. That's cool. Also, you could set a date with your friend and be like, hey, let's both do this class together. And they do that. Like in group chats, like they'll be like, let's do Al at noon. I'm doing Al at noon, but like everything's virtual. That's so fun. I love that. And I wanted to add this. I feel like interesting for me, like I felt a lot of love on my birthday. I use Zoom with my friends, you, my girlfriend Leah and my family and other friends of mine. And it was so fun. And and not just that, but I find that my family in general has become closer together. Like we're communicating more via text. We're talking more via Zoom. I'm seeing them more, which is so crazy. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I've also made, made more time to speak with my 91-year-old grandfather. I know you have a 91-year-old grandma. 90-year-old. Yeah, remember, we're going to try to set them up. <laughs> yeah, we're going to try to set them up. We want to set them up virtually because they live in different provinces. Yeah. <laughs> but they are the most vulnerable. And so, like, they're the people that we should be spending a lot of time with. Like, it's so fascinating. I mean, our, I mean they both lived through a lot right? So it's really interesting to also hear their perspectives on what's happening right now. So, so yeah, I just wanted to, to add that, but um, it just like, just in general, I would have to say that right now I've, I've been coping and adapting really well and I'm trying to stay positive and spread that positive energy as much as I can. And it seems like you are the same, Lauren. Well, like I said, it hasn't personally been a challenge for me. I am very capable of entertaining myself by myself. <laughs> Um, I was joking around though, now that we're talking about nine-year-olds, I feel like a nine-year-old sometimes, like baking and like taking a nap and going to bed early. <laughs> like I'm basically living their, their life reading. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how we all go back after this. Like if we will go back to spending as much money as we did and eating at restaurants as much as we did and shopping and like going out drinking. like. I'm curious to see how people go back after this. Will we be shaking hands anymore? Like that's something. Yeah. Yeah. Will we and like will like sanitizing things at this amount we're doing? Definitely. I think that those companies are going to see a huge rise in sales over the next five, maybe 10 years. Who knows how long? Yeah. Well, even this microphone, everything you gave me, like I Clorox everything. I have a place like a, bottle of Clorox right when I walk in and I don't let anything past it until I've cleaned it or I leave it at the front door because they said that's what you have to do even with your groceries like cleaning your groceries down yeah the bags everything wiping down cell phones car keys like coats anything you should be washing or not bringing in the house you know just the little things you can do to protect yourself like you might as well do them I agree. It's funny because I find that I'm doing a lot of laundry right now. (laughs) Uh, Something I also want to mention that we didn't mention in our original episode is that people sometimes forget about their phone. Like our phone is our third hand. It is dirty. We forget about this. Like, I've never heard that. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Third hand, yeah. 
I either don't take it out with me. And if I do, I don't bring it in my condo until I've wiped it down with Clorox. That's smart. That's smart. So yeah, no, we got to keep doing these things. And you mean, this could be more weeks. This could be months for us. This could be all summer. We don't know, but it's good that like, we're seeing this is like for me and for you, it's really a time of reflection and a time to focus on the things that we really like want to get done and do like you want to write a book. I want to write more articles for minimalism life. Uh, I want to do more minimalism research. And, you know, I, I think both of us are really in also embracing what Courtney Carver says, Jomo, the joy of missing out. Yeah. <laughs> we all are. <laughs> I know. Well, I, we're not missing out on anything there's nothing going on yeah exactly (laughs) I think that's taking away from like you can't have FOMO fear of missing out on what nothing's open Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I think that's where some of the like just being calm is coming in because when you're at home baking or reading or doing nothing it's not like you feel like you should be doing something else because there's nothing else to do Mm-hmm. I feel like the pressure is off. Like I even felt that on my birthday. Yeah. So like for your birthday, you always feel like that pressure to go party and see those people and do these things. And I was like, wow, this is the most relaxing birthday ever. I get to see everybody and talk to everybody I love. And I guess just like stay home and relax and, and work and, and, and exercise. And like, it was actually quite nice. Yeah, I know. That's so nice. I feel like most people are like are so angry if they're having birthdays during this time and there's you you're like oh this is the best yeah. <laughs> I mean I'm like, I'm like a huge optimist uh I I always have been uh so and you know I try to spread that but I I and something I want to say to our listeners before we go is that I I hope that you see this time as a as a time of renewal a time for self-care and, and understanding, like we said at the beginning, that self-care is still being productive. I think some people are taking this time and doing so many things and packing, packing their days because, wow, we have this extra time, but slow down, like, you know, reflect. All these things that we do to better ourselves are going to better us in the long run. And again, um, I think we're all learning. We're all learning firsthand that health is number one. We say that, but I think we really feel it right now. Yeah, I love that word, renewal. Mm-hmm. And I think the minimalist posted this, but it's when you return to normal, ask yourself what parts of normal you want to return to. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love that. Isn't that so good? It's so good because basically, they're, I guess my take on it is that they're telling you to reflect on what you see as your normal and if it really is something that you want. Yeah, because, you know, looking. I think now we're going to be like, do I want to go out drinking every weekend? Do I want to, you know, have all of these social obligations that I have that now I don't have to do? Am I happier because I'm not doing them? Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people who, who miss being super social too. But it's like finding that balance and like finding the life you really want. And another thing we should ask ourselves is everything that you didn't have time to do before, can you find time to do that now? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I really think that's, that's really what we're expressing in this episode. And I hope that we can reconnect in another month and hopefully, hopefully, you know, hopefully things are getting better here. We're flattening the curve in Canada. That's the hope, but I'm sure that we'll have so many more things to talk about during this isolation time. It's just a fascinating time and just 
uh, adapt into this new lifestyle. And, uh, and, and yeah, and I, you know, I wanted to, before we close, I just want to ask you, Lauren, uh, we actually had a listener reach out and, uh, oh, yes. he wanted to know if you have some book recommendations. I, so I went through my books this morning. This was so hard to narrow this down. Cause when people ask for book recommendations, I always ask what genre they want to read within, like whether they want fiction or like nutrition or business or inspiration, but these are the five that really stood out to me. So if you're looking to read, these are the top ones. Um, okay. Number one, a new earth, which I've talked about before on this podcast will really teach you how to live in the present moment and being able to be present and learn to do that right now where you're at home and you're calm will allow you to be, bring more presence into your life. Once we get back to um, how we were living before uh, goodbye things. So that's a book on minimalism. It's really well written. It's about a guy in Japan and how he like had a lot of clutter in his life and everything that was going on and how he like got rid of all most of his things and how much his life changed. So that's really inspirational. I know you've read this book, The Soul of Money. Love that book so I much. Love that book. So I think now I've not, for people who have lost their jobs, I feel for them completely. And I know that they in and of themselves are going to um, have to really watch what they're spending for the next little bit. But if you are still working, I think as well, you're going to see what you're saving on. Like if you're not going out, if you're not traveling, if you're not eating at restaurants or eating out or all the little things you spend your money on, because there's nothing really to do right now. This is just a really good book to like see how money flows in your life. It's just a very beautiful perspective on your life. Yeah. Um, okay. Another one that's really fitting. Uh, it's called 168 hours. So there's 168 hours in a week. And, you know, right now, I think, again, if you're in like our position, you do have extra time. You can really see how much time you have in a week and where you're allot- what you're allotting it to. And then you know, decide what you want to do with that time. And even if it's just to relax, that's fine. But 168 hours really gives that perspective. Um, This is a really beautiful book, the last, the fifth one. It's really sad. I want to warn anyone before you go and read it, because I I cried a lot during this book. It's called Tuesdays with Mari. And it's about an old man or, or an older man. He's a professor and he's dying of ALS. And one of his former students um, comes and interviews him every single week about life. And it is the most beautiful, meaningful, deep book you could read on just being grateful for everything that you have. And like, it just is a very beautiful perspective on life. So I highly recommend that book. If it's just something you want to read before you go to bed or because it's very deep. Like I, I would sometimes read it on like the train and I would tear up. Aww. So it's a really good book though. It's very meaningful. So those are my top five. A New Earth, Goodbye Things, The Soul of Money, 168 Hours, and Tuesdays with Mari. Those are incredible recommendations, Lauren. And there are a couple of books in there that I haven't yet read. So I'm going to have to read them. And uh, one book that I would like to add is it's a new book by Kathy Heller fellow podcaster. It's called Don't Keep Your Day Job. Uh, So for those who maybe have lost their job or they're exploring uh, starting a new position or starting a new company, an online company, um, that's your book. 
that's super, super helpful. So there's that piece. And if you're looking uh, more on the minimalism side, my favorite book today is Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport, um, as well as Essentialism by Greg McEwen. So, so with that. Oh, yeah. Essentialism. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, they're both great. So, so yeah, well, thank you so much, Lauren. This is a lot of fun. We'll have to uh, reconnect again. Uh, in the meantime, we'll uh, have to uh, hop on this Zoom, Zoom uh, platform again over a glass of wine or something or in the next week or so. We'll do it soon. Yeah, and big thank you to all of our frontline workers. Our gratitude goes out to you guys. Big time. Thank you so, 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 so much. All right. Thanks so much, Lauren, and I will talk to you soon. Okay, sounds good. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks again for joining us today. We hope you found value in some of our minimalist tips and feel inspired to remove some clutter from your life and also take time for self-care. And please connect with us socially as we find positive ways to keep ourselves calm and motivated during this time. You can follow us socially on Instagram and Facebook at Millennial Minimalists. And if you haven't already done so, please take a minute to write us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Your feedback helps us bring on more exciting guests and really keeps us motivated. Thanks again, and we wish you safety and good health, and we are sending you positive vibes. Be well and talk soon.